I made a weight loss bet with a dude in 2007, maybe 2008, like to start the year. Mm -hmm. This dude who I hadn't yet met, we were just like, <laughs> we started talking. You sound fat. I'll bet. This is actually a great story. Me and my buddy, we make it all of this money. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching a slack. Me and my buddy. All right, ladies, and oh, sorry, I should say lady. There's probably just one of you out there watching. My wife watches. <laughs> okay, so lady and the gentleman. Uh, Welcome back to the Table One Podcast. We are here with the number one winningest female poker player in the world. Shan Wait a minute. It's just in. Shannon, also a guy's name sometimes. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know. I had to look it up. But apparently, uh, Shannon is also a boy's name. Yes. So, uh, welcome. Shannon Shore. <laughs> Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah. King of the MTT streets. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Justin. Give us give us the rundown on on Shannon's accomplishments. Well, I, I didn't look it up, uh, but just by memory, because Shannon and I have known each other since ooh two thousand and eight, probably two thousand and seven. I, I, we actually played online quite a bit um, on on the old poker poker stars day party mm -hmm. poker days. He was baseball one B, if uh, memory serves, mm -hmm. um, and it was one of the uh, aha moments where like I played with him, and it was just like, "What's your screen name?" That's back when everyone was super secretive. And like Shannon is just like baseball one B. I was like, oh, I know you. And like I shared my name, Robert O Seven, and like you know we bonded like very quickly or whatever. But like um, uh, I've known Shannon since yeah, so two thousand seven sounds right actually. So like right, yeah. sixteen, seventeen years or gosh, is that fucking right? Ooh, no public yeah. math. Firm policy Holy of mine. Shit. <laughs> math anyway. is hard. We don't have to do math when we're not playing poker. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Shannon was an online crusher. Uh, moved to Vegas. Uh, what was it? This, this is a bit later, like 2014, 15? Uh, I've actually been out here five years full time. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. But I've always spent that's a lot right, of time yeah. out here, of course, for different series and all the summers, but been out here. Full-time, five years. So Shannon gave up his male modeling career to uh, pursue <laughs> a uh, career in poker. <laughs> These are facts. All facts on this on the pod. But no, uh, it could have easily been one. No, <laughs> Shannon's clearly one of the, uh, the the better poker players in the world uh, today. Uh, his results show it, uh, and continually show it, uh, including two WSOP bracelets within the last like three months, four months. Yeah, in October I won two of them. Uh, during the online series. That's nice. What, uh, tell me about the, the field size, the, the, the buy-in, all that fun stuff. Uh, the first one that I won was a $2,000 six max online event. Oh, sick. Okay. Um, I can't remember the exact numbers. I feel like I got like a couple hundred entrants or yeah. something. Um, but that was cool, obviously, getting my first bracelet after long uh, waiting to get there. And if you guys haven't seen it yet, check out the video of um, him winning this first one. His yeah. wife comes in, celebrates. It's actually really touching. <laughs> I, 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 that's that's some foresight there. You got you're like I'm at the final table. I'm finally gonna win. Wait a minute, I have a chance to like catch this on video. And you, yeah. and what gave you the thought to set that up? So it was really weird. It hadn't entered my consciousness to to do that at all. But that, and I, I don't generally mess with my phone a lot or like record much in general. But um, we, we happened to go on break. Like I. Uh, dragged a big pot heads up and then I had a big lead and then we went on break. I was like the, the five minute break. So I was like, okay, now I'll, it just popped in my head. Like I should probably record this. I might put the guy away. Like, right. What's, yeah, the, what's the downside? <laughs> yeah. And then it, uh, 
so we came back from break and it actually was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like I <I'd> dub- <laughs> he, he doubled on the first hand. Oh no. Um, and then just actually climbed to a lead, climbed to a point where he had a lead after I was like four to one. And then, um, and I mean, release, release that footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to ask. Footage. I was like, do you still release it when you get second place? <laughs> yeah, no, that video was going to get the lead. <laughs> I would have been so heartbroken because I've already been like so traumatized generally by like trying to get this label off of me of like not being a bracelet winner, right? Yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, there were lots of times where I was <laughs> pretty pretty deeply traumatized. <laughs> so during the break, did you prep uh, prep Joy as well? Did you tell her it was like, look, I'm, I have a big chip lead. I'm setting the camera up. Like, so she uh, came upstairs to watch it. I think she like just gotten the kids down, um, the kid down. My son was uh, just inter- about to arrive. Yeah, in her belly. Yeah, <laughs> he was still. There. Uh, um, yeah, so she came upstairs and sweated it. Super special moment to, to have that with her forever. It, it, yeah, it really is. I, I hope that, uh, you know, makes the test of time. Hope you guys uh, saved it at a bunch of different places. Make sure it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be pretty... Uh, if it's on the internet, it ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Just ask all the people trying to get their videos off the <laughs> Man, that's really pretty crazy, right? When you're a kid, you really have to, like, hopefully you have some good parenting or, like, people teaching you, like, you really have to be careful with the shit you're... Yeah, like, putting out there. Just, just think like, about like who the president's going to be in twenty years, and whether like, he's going to have like, a fat guy like, lightsaber duel. <laughs> it's it's going to be such a weird like debate. It's just going to be like instead of actually debating, it's like, well, I found this video of you when you were fourteen years old. <laughs> yeah, that, and you wore a wig and a dress, and you have an AI that's going to be around at that oh time, gosh, just like true. digging into people's oh past. Like, dude, it's it, going to be hard to be squeaky clean. <laughs> But it will probably we'll probably be in a space where like image isn't as like important anymore. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I, I, I that seems reasonable enough. But like, yeah, it's it's gonna be a rough uh, rough patch. I think getting to that point. I think a lot of lives will be ruined on the transition to where we stop caring that much. Hundred <laughs> percent. Because yeah. like when everyone has a skeleton in their closet that's not in their closet, it's just online. Then I I would assume it'd just be easier. Yeah. yeah. Then we just all realize how flawed we all are. What we like to do on this pod is go back in time and, and talk about when we were going to pursue the normal life and then all of a sudden the gambling life becomes, starts to take over the normal life and that, that's where we end up putting our careers. So mm-hmm. when, did, when, when did that happen for you? I know you went to Bama, right? I did. I went... where, did you find poker before that? You're a little bit older than I am, a little bit younger than Justin. So I, I found poker like my senior year of high school, right after in the summer, online poker, 2005, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like yours, from what I've looked at on your results and stuff, you were already in poker a little bit before that. So yeah, bring us, bring us back, Shannon, to the, the glory days. <laughs> so I went to uh, college at the University of Alabama. I went down there in the fall of 03 and uh, got an apartment uh, right near University Boulevard, like as a fre- you know, 18 year old freshman, which was like such a cool experience being like right there in the heart of like the party atmosphere and everything. Yeah. Um, and I started playing some, my roommate and some friends of his, we started playing uh, like $5 house games after we were watching Moneymaker. I think that's when uh, that was like that started right? to blast. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah. So it was either like we were watching football or poker or whatever was on TV. So poker started watching. So we started playing $5 games. Um, I like lost a bit to my friends. 
um, and eventually uh, started like be like I read a book. I, I can't remember what the book was because it was so long ago, but like whatever, like the basic Texas Hold'em book that was yeah. out. Um, yeah, started be- beating my friends a little bit and then deposited online at Party Poker. And how much did you deposit? I got to know. I think I was going in fifty dollar yeah, yeah, units. That was my yeah. That was until I started losing. I remember making hundred dollar deposits. Yeah, the, the classic like chasing. <laughs> but here's the thing: I had I was a civil engineering student, so I had a uh, co-op. Like I'd oh. work, a, go to school a semester, then work for a semester. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So, yeah, I, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, awesome. so I uh, went on uh, like I was doing civil engineering, so I'd go on construction sites. Like I was on site at the University of Alabama when they were building the. Uh, Basically, like remodeling the stadium. Um, and they would pay you for that, so that was your bankroll. <laughs> that was my bankroll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Bama basically has a, has <laughs> some of your uh, equity here. They should be, sta- should be credited for stadium. <laughs> have, have you given any money back to the University of Alabama? <laughs> you know, I get those alumni <laughs> letter yeah, things all the time. I mean, you, you kind of owe them a little bit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they state you. They give you a complete retro free roll here. <laughs> Roll Tide free roll. Uh, <laughs> they did provide me a great campus to party on and play a lot of <laughs> play a lot of poker on, and eventually get a uh, degree as well. So you did a um, bunch of fifties, and then your your job let you do hundreds. Yeah, so I was firing it in there and lost a few thousand dollars. Then I met, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> right. all right. Um, I think I was down some thirty four hundred because I used to keep I would keep like very detailed records and stuff. Um, yet, I, yet I sucked at poker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is going great. You're like the dog in the fire, you know. This is fine. Usually, Put people that money. Yeah, usually people that lose, they're like, they're like, oh, I'm gonna keep track. And after like the first seventeen hundred, like, ah, who cares? <laughs> what happened to that notebook? Anyway, I, I don't know. I felt, I felt pulled by the energy of it, as I'm sure you guys did. Though, just like something being a kid and like being like yeah. seeing that you could make money doing this and seeing like the alternatives. Like, I don't want to go to work and like. <laughs> do this, yes. you know, do whatever. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I wanted to get out there. And just like, I think being exposed to people on campus and like, you know, growing my sense of like what's out there and stuff and taking some like trips locally to other football games and all that type stuff. Um, so yeah, I lost. And then I met John Little. Uh, actually, we were playing the same sit and goes and he was a big mentor for me uh, playing Like on party poker days? Yeah, we actually chatted. I don't know if you ever played on party, but there was a chat feature like, or there was... There's some you could direct like, message them or whatever. Somehow, yeah, you yeah. could. Yeah, no, I remember that. You could click on their name and actually yeah, send them a message. Old school chat room kind <laughs> yeah, of. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was great. Then we switched our conversation to AOL Instant Messenger, and he was like, a, <laughs> do, you, do, you, "Do you remember your name on there?" I believe it was Baseball One D. Oh wow, you're yeah. you're super creative. I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> <It> was consistent. <laughs> Uh, yeah, baseball, first baseman. Too what, easy. Was, uh, what was your aim name? Uh, yeah. Easy Eddie 87 for uh, Eddie McCaffrey, who was at the time, like, you know, a big inspiration. Uh, just wide receiver for the Broncos. Nice. And, like, and my know. entry for most embarrassing, Pimp Smack 2005. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you living when uh, you created this screen name? Gloucester, Virginia, yeah, in, the, in the country. <laughs> I mean, I was a pimp. Okay, I, I, I was at, were you smacking pimps, or did you consider yourself a person that would... Uh, there was some inside joke where I don't remember what it is anymore, but 
it, it resulted in an embarrassing instant messenger name. I, I, I hope it's still active. Listen, I think that's the one I was using when I courted my current wife. So, she, she reached out to me on MySpace. We spent hours on AIM together and, you know, do you remember Smack hers? got it done. Is that true? True story? That's Let's a go. true story. Do you remember hers? Uh, I'm sure hers was like yeah, I Lotus do, Flower. I do remember the... hers, actually. It was Can Only Be Me 2006 because she graduated the year after I did. Wow. I mean, how quickly were you into her top eight on MySpace? Oh, uh, you know, I, I probably never cracked it. Uh, <laughs> oh, Tom, Tom just edged you out every single week. <laughs> just chilling. Oh, my God. Anyone under 30 has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> What's Tom up to? Dude, he's chilling on a beach somewhere. Yeah, he's hundreds of millions of all right, so right, where were we? He's he's down thirty four hundred dollars. He's still giving it a shot, keeping detailed notes. He's read his first poker book, and <laughs> and uh, Jonathan Little. So yeah, John, oh, Jonathan Little. That's John right, Little. Yeah. If it wasn't for John Little, I owe him like honestly a huge part of my career because you know, and everybody has their like people that you like you know learn the game from. But he was just like so huge for me and like mindset and all this type of stuff. As I was sitting there like berating the fish in the, <laughs> the chat room and stuff. But, um, yeah, so then I started winning in the sit-and-goes. I won. At one point, they began running, running uh, step satellites to oh, the yeah. live tournaments. Oh, yeah. So I won the last step uh, to go to Australia in 2006. That was my first live series. And you were I was uh, 20 years old. You were 20, and you yeah. – okay, because you, you can't gamble but you can, here yeah. mm -hmm. in a casino, but online – no rules till 2011, and then uh, <laughs> and and then you win it. You win it to Australia. I came. I came fourth, actually. No, I, I meant the satellite. Oh, oh, oh right, right. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I guess he's uh, about to do some good things with his. <laughs> step all right. So you won the last ticket. step, and you get like, is it the Aussie Millions at this point? Or? It was the Aussie Holy Millions. Holy shit! Yeah. Like so that. That's that was, nuts. Yeah, it was a cool day. Like packaged your. They gave us the room at the Crown, which is a beautiful casino. I don't know mm. if you ever made it. Yeah, I, did. I went uh, 19, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So I was. Just, I got down there and was just having a blast with all these dudes from like all over the place. That like a lot of us knew each other, of course. Yeah. From like playing. only by screen name. Yeah. <laughs> so just like, you know, you got like a sixty-year-old guy named Randali, and you got a twenty-one-year-old kid yeah. named Neil Trahi. It's great. We're all just like in a <laughs> melting pot. <laughs> like, whatever happens, happens. So what was the um, like? So, what was the official buy-in for that? Like, a, I believe it was ten thousand. Okay, it's it still ten thousand yeah. then. Okay, or yeah, I can't. Remember I believe you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds right. And you um, had gotten in for steps, which is like you start at fifty, or you can start lower yeah. than that. But like, sit and go, and then you just work your way up, and then mm -hmm. might cost them thirty dollars. Yeah, it's a parlay ticket by, of yeah. the old days. By that point, I was like. Uh, quite excelling in the sit and goes that I was like one of the better sit and go players on the site. So I was just like buying into the next to last step or whatever it was. Okay. 600 to 2000. Um, it's Damn, funny. So actually, you went <clears throat> down 3,400 and now you're buying into $600 sit and goes. Yeah, well, I think I, I swung up to about like plus 30,000. Okay. I remember by the time I won that. Uh, wow. So from geez. 18, when you first found out about poker and then two years, basically of you trial and erroring and, meeting Jonathan Little and him teaching you how to be good to the fish at the table by not yeah. berating them, apparently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden you're, you're up to 30K and you're playing $600 sitting goes, that's, that's pretty sick. I mean, for yeah. a college student from anywhere in so, America. like so yeah. how, how did you actually uh, 
Did, like, do you actually keep your studies up? Like, I, I, I kind of know the, the answer to this, but like, you know, for the viewers or whatever, like, like you're, you're winning $30,000 as a college student. Mm. How do you go to class? Like, yeah, I basically civil engineering was like, I wasn't going to be able to like pers- also do civil engineering because no. the curriculum's like insane. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You, like, you gotta, you gotta actually work. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I just felt like I really wanted to take a chance on poker and like my parents were like super supportive. Well, I, I should go back to Australia though, I guess, first. I hear you got fourth, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just fourth day for uh, oh, yeah, civil engineering studio. Uh, yeah, how, many, how many, but don't say the amount, just how many multiples of salary <laughs> first year <laughs> civil engineering graduate. <laughs> yeah, I scored for about 200,000 in the main event there. Damn. Who won um, that one, do you remember? Um, the guy by the name of Lee Nelson. Um, okay, yeah, old school Aussie <laughs> player. Cool. Damn, um, so you're 20 with the 30K bankroll already. You go to Australia, instant 230K bankroll. Mm-hmm. Pay your taxes like a good boy. Pay yeah. your taxes like a good Southern gentleman. And then what happens? Then I, I continue to just have some success like that uh so the aussie millions was in january and then so like the period leading up to the world series i was like had some success um and that was like the oh six worlds this was before i'd played my first world series of poker Mm -hmm. the australia so yeah i turned 21 and then like i was going to be able to jump right into okay so you were 20 you went to australia but if memory serves, I listened to one other interview with you, and you hadn't really played any tournaments, like multi-table tournaments. You were a sit-and-go player, and like was Aussie Millions, like one. It was your first live tournament, obviously, mm-hmm. but online were you dabbling in the MTT streets a little bit? At a least? little bit, yeah. Was there some success mm-hmm. there, or not really? Um, yeah, a little bit, okay. but not at the level of. I was like very new to the online MTTs, okay. but most of my money because the sit and goes were just running a lot. Yeah, and I also like was going to class occasionally, so I, <laughs> so I would like sit and goes were better in that <laughs> way. That I, was like, I can finish them in the forty-five minutes yeah, that my class yeah. takes. That I remember just like sit and goes dragging out when I was like, man, I really need to get in this car and like race to campus to like fight for these parking spots in like the smallest dirt parking lot ever like run across campus did you ever ever play online while in a class um i don't recall okay all right good for you yeah that is good for you i had a computer science class and that's the only reason i brought it up because art yeah so I, I know for sure that uh, you final tabled Turning Stone as well, which is how you met one of our good friends, Eric Basebaldi Baldwin, right? So that was not at Turning Stone. That was actually in the Bahamas. No way. Okay. Yeah. I always had it in my mind as Turning Stone. Okay. So and, and you were 20 then or? I was, yes. That was also. Okay. Uh, so that was within that period from January of Aussie Millions before the World Series where you were going to be 21. You were like, what else can I play as a 20-year-old? Yeah, especially I was, I was like, of course, intoxicated by like the trip to Australia and the success. Oh, I didn't, I wanted to just like keep moving, full, yeah. like whatever was running. Oh, yeah. So I remember going to Bahamas, Vienna, Austria, oh, like yeah. a number of places. I was all over the place. Did you satellite into all those too? Yeah. Nice. Wow. Because like, um, they were, yeah. And they all came with packages back then. So like the flights yeah. were taken care of, the hotels were taken care mm. of. Yeah, the good old glory days. So yeah, I met Baseball Day down there. Uh, we both final tabled. Um, he, I should mention, he has also been a, uh, I should say, was in 2008, like during a period online when I was struggling. He was like really awesome and like helping me. Like, 
get back on track and offering advice. So like him and John, I would say like my two, and now Chewy has been uh, yeah. a huge influence on my career. So like those three guys, I would say. And we're gonna have Chewy on later, guys. Don't worry. Tune oh, nice. in later. That'll be a good, a good lesson. <laughs> yeah. Chewy's a legend. Yeah. Yeah. All um, right. So you in that in that window in between before the World Series, uh, you final tabled the PCA you said? or not PCA but a tournament? Yeah, thing? a tournament in the Bahamas. It was called the CPC. Um, oh, so they didn't have PCA yet. I not guess? yet. Okay. Yeah. That's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. Just, He's just way next older. to me. You look super young. I promise. <laughs> okay, dude. So you were you were like, I mean, volume wise for live tournaments, your success rate was really high. Like you were found a way to, to get it done, even though, I mean, compared to sit and goes, you had to play a shitload of those to get. I, maybe mm. not back then. Like people were just giving money away at, at some point. But but yeah. So okay. So you were still like trajectory pointed up all that way before the World Series even started, right? Mm. And then what, what happened, uh, so these, these tournaments are all obviously going on between January and summer, but you're in school. Are you not in school? What, what happened in that, in that window for school? Uh, I actually, once I won the trip to Australia, I withdrew from school for that semester. Oh, because you were going to uh, miss the beginning part anyway? Yeah. Okay. And that, that's a point where I was pretty sure like I was going to, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. You wanted to get I, a crack I just, at it. You had a 30K I, bank. I mean, yeah, I remember I had yeah. my first, like, plus $7,000 month in January of a year, and I was in college, and I was like, I'm done. I won the $3 rebuy, bitches. I'm never, <laughs> I'm never going to school again. So I can only imagine what uh, what slightly older version of me would have said. So yeah. Maybe something a little bit less... Uh, a little more A little more tactful, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, you were taking a semester off officially. But, to, but you like th- that was your breaking point, basically. It was like... You're giving me this message. I'll see how this will go. Yeah, dude, that's sick. Like, yeah, I mean, that's. I, I feel like a lot of uh, the gambling stories that we've um, origin gambling stories that we've encountered is just running incredibly fucking hot mm-hmm. for like that point where the inflection point or whatever, and like it's crazy if like even if, like whatever if you don't get to to Australia, if you get to Australia and you the first person to bust out, mm-hmm. like Shannon Shore could be a civil engineer in 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 Alabama right now, just building bridges and, and tunnels and. I don't know what else is there. <laughs> yeah, you're 100 percent right. I like to think about this. That's stuff kind of a nuts. Lot. I mean, that's it's. I mean, yeah, we've all won so many lotteries to be where we are uh, in life. So. Yeah, Jess and I in our in our first ever podcast, we talk about I won the first. Well, not the first live tournament I ever played. I went to San Remo, similar thing. On, oh yeah, on nice. Satellite cashed it for like 20k. Made friends with Jason Mercier. Swapped with him. So I doubled my cash with his win and my 20K. Oh, he won the tournament. Yeah. Oh, he won the EPT. Yeah. Right. yeah so yeah, yeah, I yeah. swapped 2%, made made 40K total on the trip uh, with my newlywed wife. I'm mean, a little bit ahead of the oh, family nice. curve. Yeah, than you. yeah. And then Justin, when he came to Vegas, <clears throat> you chopped or won. No, you didn't know what chopping was. You I were, had no idea what chopping was. And he but won I, his I, first I, big I, tournament, too. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Like, so that, that like early that, that, that was in the Five Diamond, probably? No, it was a, a, it was a daily tournament, a 1K daily tournament at Bellagio, but that's back in the day where, like, a daily like the, the daily like got, like, 200 players. Oh, yeah. And it was $1,000 buy-in, and I, like, I, I won it, and, like, I didn't know what chopping was, and the, uh, Jack McClellan came over and was like, you guys want to chop? And I was like... Fuck is a chop. <laughs> and like I told the story on the first episode, I was I had a two to one chip lead, and he's like, "Well, you, you feel guys- like Jack was trying to initiate this chop? Maybe I, I, at the time I, I don't know. Like yeah, I, yeah. I was just fucking super happy, and like the the guy I was just like." 
wait, we can just end the tournament now and just chop the money up? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, let's do it. And like Jack's like, well, you have a two to one chip lead. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> just put me first in the thing and I'm like, we'll just chop the money straight, straight down the middle. Yeah. And the guy was just like, yep. <laughs> Snap, yes. <laughs> Probably gave away a little bit of equity there, but like still. Like I, I had maybe a couple thousand in my name or whatever, and like I, I, I cash for like 45,000. It was nuts. That's like, awesome. Like I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But like, I mean. You kind of like, necessarily have to have these scores to be around, it, right? Like, and, and that's the point. Bias. It's crazy how yes. we, yeah. like, people that are our age or whatever, people have been in poker for 15 years, 20 years, whatever it is. Like you need an origin story like this, otherwise it's almost impossible to get in there. Like, like there's so many brilliant minds out there. If they would have like ran cold for a year, they're just going to be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. Like they're going to actually give back to society. You know? That's that's cool that you guys make the origin stories the cent- like one of the centers of your podcast too, because it's they are like when you get it, just talking to a guy or a girl about like how where they came from, they're all like impossibly different stories too. Like a lot of them have similarities, but they all like. They're kind of cool to see how they all fell in place. And, and exactly, and like people, <clears throat> there, there are plenty of uh, businessmen that you play with, I'm sure, and that play our game. And like it's one of those where if they went back to when they were 21 or 25 or whatever age, if they would have won their first three poker tournaments, they wouldn't have done what like mm. you know they they wouldn't be the person they are today. And it's kind of crazy that like that's just like what sways them into being because like generally poker players are are quite intelligent. Like you know like we. If you weren't in poker, you would be doing something probably illustrious of, of some of some kind of form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Maybe not art, but like you know, the, the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna Wait, say you're saying I'm... poker's not illustrious. <laughs> well, I mean, no, no, and it, it, it's great. Like, I mean, we, we get to play a game for a living, and it's 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 we're basically like entertainers. We're dancing clowns for the most part. Like, you know, nothing wrong with that. But like the brain power, if 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 poker happened not to exist, and like. Uh, Generally speaking, you, it would either produce heavy gamblers that just try to like make their like living at blackjack or something like that, or I think it would produce a shit ton of lawyers and stock traders and and businessmen and I businessmen for sure. I'm, yeah, I'm actually really excited to get like a few poker playing but not professional poker playing businessmen onto here. Yeah, just to see how similar the origins are because I know I've listened to a lot of like business podcasts and a lot of them are like. Listen, I just saw this thing, and I was selling WordPress plugins, and then all of a sudden, I was making twenty thousand a month doing it, yeah, and then yeah. I sold it to someone that wanted to buy it for ten x my revenue. Mm. And it's kind of like a giant MTC score, you know? They like w- didn't really know what they were doing, but they fell into something like really awesome. And I'm just I'm curious to get a few people on here who actually play yeah. poker and actually hit a big score outside of poker, but like it's kind of the same mindset where you're like, I had a big win, and I just I just love finding things that other people other people don't see so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited about that um next week we'll have one next week spoiler alert yeah. <laughs> businessman alert <laughs> um, but either way uh so tell me about your first summer like uh, the first world series of poker i mean you had to be super pumped like you're on this fucking huge heater world series of poker at this point is creme a la creme just like you know gotta be your you know, just, just your pinnacle of like what, what you consider poker to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rented a house uh, down down off a windmill. I remember me and like 10 guys piled in this 
three-bedroom house, I think. <laughs> like, we we're, li were literally sleeping, like, in some rooms, like, two people on a king, one on a cot. Like, we're just jammed in there, like, fraternity style. Uh, awesome. Average age is probably, like, 22 and a half. I like it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I actually started that World Series 0 for 11 or something. Mm. I started to freak out. Like, 0 for 14, maybe. Like uh, 0 for 13 or 14 or whatever equals to, what, 40,000? 50,000? I mean, that's, um, that's a lot of money. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and that, I definitely started to, like, freak out, you know. It's kind of like, it's nice to, like, be at the point in our careers now where, like, so many times you've gone through those emotions of, like, downswings and knowing, like, if you, like, trust your process, it'll probably, like, you can dig your way out. But still, it's, like, still all these years it. later, it's still, like. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I don't know that, like, a lifetime is enough to, like, just overcome that, right? I, I honestly, I don't, I don't think it is, but like it's looking back to your point is incredibly like you're proud of yourself and like kind of scared of yourself at the same time, like looking yeah. back or I am anyway, every time. Yeah. Really tricky business. But yeah, that was my first time experience, experiencing like, you know, just getting crushed and I uh, was freaking out. Um, it's funny that's getting crushed because like back then 10% yeah. of the field gets paid. <laughs> And you you missed on fourteen like that's kind of in the in the yeah. standard deviation pretty healthily. Yeah, I should say crushed relatively to like my knowing mind, right? Yeah, like, you're like every time I played a live tournament. Yeah, I won. I was, I was the final seven people. What the fuck? Yeah. Ace King guy has jacks. I didn't river an ace. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention, like I mean, that might, that might have been the last year, but like uh, that that might have been the year where like if you bought in for a thousand dollar tournament. You got a thousand chips at twenty. You started at twenty five, twenty no, twenty five, twenty five blinds oh, okay. to start. Like, I mean, the ten thousand like, main. We had ten thousand chips. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like you, like not the main, but like the the smaller tournaments. You wouldn't make the money around dinner time because it was just such a turbo. It was, yeah. You know, you go from twenty five. Like by the time you get to one hundred, two hundred, like things are getting fucking real. Like, mm, right. <laughs> Dude, yeah, and there was no late registration. You're just in. That's right. You're, if you oh, missed yeah, it, you're you, out. Yeah, you literally had to just be bought in by the... <laughs> That's right. That's crazy to think back that, that so many of us turned up for like at that time too. Yeah, like, got to be there by noon <laughs> on the dot or sooner if you're in line still when they're registering. Sorry, buddy. I, I remember I would play cash through the night and like wait for like the line because the line would be like... 200 people deep and I would just I would like take a break from like playing my 5-5 five, five, like no limit game like nope still 200 people and like 4am like alright we're down to 90 I guess we're gonna get in there now <laughs> oh that one because they had that one small cage yeah like it was up. yeah oh right on the weekends it would get so busy it was nuts I would just be around the corner and like just like I don't know the Rio it was just like no we're just gonna we're gonna have one teller open what's what's the big deal <laughs> Oh man, crazy times! It's like crazy to see like how far the game has come, and we've oh, come. And it's nuts. Just being along the ride of the dude. Seriously, I remember thinking like when they first put those Bravo machines in, where you got to pay like a dollar or three dollars to like register on the thing. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, yeah. I'll stand in line. What? No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then now I can't imagine standing in like an eight person line when, <laughs> yeah. I, could, when I could pay three dollars and just be in. Yeah. Now you get mad the opposite way. It was like if this fucking kiosk would just work properly, like I would pay fucking a hundred dollars if just make it work. Yeah. And it works most of the time. It does. It does. Yeah. Generally, it seems allocating money to like avoid your stressors whenever you can is a like really good <laughs> way to live. It's by. good. It's one of my main like. Uh, analyzing my life it's one of my main things that I'm I'm actually have gotten good at where I like if something is bothering me 
I've just put money at that until it's like not bothering me, and then it's That's right. it's been like so much better for me because I'm yeah. just like being a nit on that type of stuff. Just like doesn't in the long run, it's it's penny wise, pound foolish for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> You're just always always paying the price long term. All mm-hmm. right, so going back to over oh, 14. 14. <laughs> Sorry, we we get sidetracked sometimes. Continue. <laughs> Yeah, so I uh, I think I scratched a few uh, caches here and there. I went over to Blasio and won one of those nightlies. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Or chopped it, I think. Yeah. Got like, I don't know, 60K maybe, like basically recoup- mm-hmm. recouped a lot of buy-ins. Um, and then the main event, I actually started off like crushing. I think I was like one of the chip leaders of the main event on at the end of day one and had like a... A pretty good run in that to like 300th or something. I came 300th, and of course I was like super gutted because that was the Jamie Gold year, and it was, was like so best, enormous. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. poker was blowing up to like no end. So I was like, and as, at a, <clears throat> as a kid that age too, you like you have these like you know your need for validation is like much higher as well. So I like wanted to be like the guy, like yeah, <laughs> much more. You know, and you were playing a lot online. So did you win your seat in that too? Uh, I can't remember. remember. I was probably, it's quite possible because I was playing a bunch online that summer as well. So I was probably firing the satellites and. Okay. Cause I remember they, that was one, well, obviously that was the Jamie Gold year, but they. They gave away a bunch of tickets. They gave away a lot of seats. And then also like, if you happen to get on some kind of feature table, they would always give you like some kind of, you're buying back. Plus you just have to wear a hat. Mm -hmm. They'll give you an extra million if you win. Like there was, Mm -hmm. money was flying. So I I was just curious if like you had any kind of incentive the year that you played and you had a deep run or or no. Oh yeah. I didn't make, I didn't play on the feature um, or get certain. Yeah. So I didn't make any money that way. I did wear some full tilt patches back in that time period for yeah. like 15, 20K or whatever. Sure. They were like at final tables. Yeah, I had one buddy who like <clears throat> never played poker, but he's, he uh, he didn't even satellite in. He bought in direct to the main event one year. I don't remember the year. It was secondary feature table and they were like, listen, if you wear, I can't remember if it was Poker Stars or Full Tilt, if you wear this, you're, just, you're getting 5K. Like you're getting your 5K back, you wear this. And he was like, I don't have to sign anything. They were like, no, <laughs> you're good. And, and then I think on day, they might have renegotiated. I, I, I really don't know. But it was like a, a wild time to be mm-hmm. in poker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you cash, you cash for a bunch in the Bellagio uh, to get your money back. You had 300th in the main. Which probably mm. played decent, probably like 30, 40K or something like that. Yeah, might have been more than that with yeah. Jamie Gold. Yeah. Could have been like 50, 60. But uh, anyway, we can check the hen and mob. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how the rest so of that yeah, summer go so then uh, that I told myself um, so I was like so gutted by uh, not like winning the main it's funny how your brain thinks and like such sure. you know ever, <laughs> um, and then I actually won the or I chopped the Bellagio Cup main at the last tournament of the summer was a 10,000 um, Bellagio Cup main and Danny Wong sure. Um, I believe a Swedish guy and myself chopped and that's back when it was it was like a million to first and we okay. chopped it million and I to got first. like two dollars for third no I mean I, I remember like it wasn't quite that extreme but yeah, it was probably like 600k or something like that for like second or 650 or something like that they were like I chopped I got 650 okay okay so, nice and I, one Sick. dude one Jesus of my Christ. friends I remember bought 10% of me for that in the last tournament and, but yeah, I was just blasting it in there. And I told myself like, I was going to go back to school. Cause I, it was, this was like too much for me, like handling all these stressors yeah. and like the swings. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, I'm going to, if I don't win, like, uh, 
half a million in the summer, then I'm going to go back to school. I remember telling myself. Really? That was your yeah. target to yourself? Really? Yeah. Holy shit. I was shit. like, I don't win some fair, life changing. I just won 200. Like, I guess I'll. In holy the shit. Week. That's so hard to do. Yeah. Did you just do it? Yeah. I, in the last tournament, I. That's nuts. That's oh my God. so nuts. <laughs> I remember I was all in near the money of that tournament. Uh, like, yeah. And, and I was all in with Jax first Hollingall. You remember mm-hmm. Hollingall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. His two kings. And I could just, like, feel myself on my path back to school. And the river was just a, <laughs> the river was just a jack. <laughs> I'm about, wow. He was I'm about about the immortality. <laughs> like, he was yeah. going to be the Isildur number one. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And then, and then that just, like, it's funny how, like, all you guys know this how one card can just changes the direction of your life so much and we've had, all had so many of those like that's 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 the that's the origin story then that's it because like if you're going to go back to school if you, win a half million you have dollars, this six month yeah. window seven month window that's nuts it's so where impressive. you go from 30 to over half a million like probably closer to a million than half a million like yeah that's insane that's a sick run yeah it was wild <laughs> it was like damn Wow, and where do we go from here? <laughs> so, I don't know. Probably down, I'm guessing. <laughs> it can't just keep going up, can it? Uh, I mean, that it, was was a, it was a cool time to like be having success in the industry, too, because I was like one of the few like younger guys, too, and I had a pretty popular blog. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember reading it oh, I before even, that. like, maybe it was right when I met you, but like I, I'm pretty sure like I remember reading it like before I actually met you. Mm-hmm. What was the name of your blog? Um, I just had, I actually had shannonshore.com and I would blog on there. Before that I had like uh, blogspot, yeah. uh, .com I think it was. Just, yeah, one maybe, of maybe even another platform. Of, of one of the blogging platforms. Cool. So, yeah, so okay. that was cool just like connecting with people and I built like an awesome community and just a very cool uh, like unexpected life path to, to fall into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blogging is one of those things that used to be, It's kind of, maybe it's kind of like social media is now where you just like as long as you contribute like you can build kind of a crazy network of mm-hmm. pe- people are listening to you that you're like i didn't realize this billionaire even knew who i was you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and in blogging it was like probably that to the 10 percent degree where mm-hmm. you have this reach that you don't realize that you have and yeah building a building a cool network of of people that's awesome so that was uh so right after that you you did your blog and then you kind of transition to you're like all right i guess i'm taking poker seriously now this is my this is my life mm-hmm. i continued to travel a ton like basically all of my 20s like spent a lot of time uh my later 20s i spent a lot of time in europe playing the epts mm-hmm. so that was cool to just like gallivant around the european cities and just explore and try to mack on women <laughs> <laughs> No, for uh, sure. Like, is there uh, any country you have not been to that you want to in in Europe specifically? Because I know you you've been to a bunch, like over fifteen, I'd guess. But like, yeah, um, I'd say Portugal. I've heard Portugal's oh, great. Right. I, I yeah. never made it. I spent yeah. a lot of time in Spain, but uh, never made Portugal. So all right. I'd say that's the one. And just being nowadays, like the idea of traveling, I kind of want to do it in like warmer stuff too yeah. especially like because i've had two kids now like traveling i'm probably going to be traveling with them so i'm not trying to carry suitcases of <laughs> super culture <stuff. laughs> yeah wow cool so speaking yeah. of that let's just tell everyone you have two kids boy and a girl right I do yeah i have a two-year-old daughter and a 12-week-old son my daughter's nora my son's logan they are awesome 
parenthood has just been super special journey. You know, seeing seeing these little creatures run around. <laughs> oh, and they look like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just like having my heart melted every day by like things she says and watching her grow and, and my son now just seeing him it's obviously really early, but seeing him seeing him grow it's yeah. been yeah, and to have, to do it with joy, who's just like Ugh. I, like an incredible mom she just dedicates all of her time like never complains she just completely beasts it so found a good partner to go down that road yeah. with yeah she is great well, we your origin story is long you you keep you just keep crushing so and you you kept crushing you you had a lull in between right i, I did <laughs> things were pretty rough around the time like that i started playing a lot on the ept actually i was probably behind the uh like my natural talent. I wasn't like working too hard to like stay on top yeah. of my game. I was just like partying a lot and yeah, doing right. stuff all, over, you know? all over the uh, place. I think anyone who hits that success early is just like, you know, I better enjoy this. Like. Yeah, especially when they're 22, 23. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of the idea. So that's what I was going for. And I was also, but like the tournaments were in Europe and I was like traveling Europe. So, and then these guys, a lot of these Europeans were still, they hadn't had Black Friday. Well, you was at 11? That was yeah, 11. 11. Okay. So, but you were still, well, the time I was thinking, you were still kind of 2000, 2004 was gold or was that five? Uh, six was when I started. Six, six was the great year. Six was gold. Six, was, six gold. was great. Seven was a little rough. Eight was great. And then like from probably nine to like 14, it wasn't great. Yeah, I have a similar nine to fourteen stretch that wasn't great. Yeah, but it's funny how like five years like of time can go by where like yeah, but and just like as I'm sure you guys can attest to, like the mindset, like really trying to get in the mindset or the mindset it can put you in when it's going bad is like, it can, yeah, be, okay. hard, it can be hard to dig out. <laughs> like, well, I think all poker players can attest to that, so. No, for sure, but like I, I will say, you and uh, Eric Baldwin specifically are, are two of the people that I, I pigeonhole as far as people that mentally try to work themselves out like by thinking of new avenues where I normally just had kind of just put your head down and like, you know, just it's going to work itself out type mm. thing. And like, I, I don't think my way is the correct way for what I'm saying. Like, but it was, it's super impressive to like have the humility to just be like, all right, this isn't working. Let's change something in my life. Let's do something different. Let's figure something out. Mm. And like, that's, it's, it's kind of cool. Like in all honesty, cause like I'm stubborn as shit. Like I don't, I don't have that in me, I guess. But mm. like, sounds like you have some insight. Did you, did you get like coaching or you did something in that window where you were uh, getting, um, having a bad run or? Yeah, I don't know. Can you speak to oh, that? No, I'm not really speaking that, to like, any direct things, but like, I know, I don't know. You change diets, you would change, like, you know, you stop partying for a bit. Like, mm. you, like you know what I mean? Like, it, like you, you took your lifestyle kind of away from poker. You know what I mean? And you just made your life about poker. And like, yeah. I, and like, I'm not even talking about coaching or any of that other stuff, but like, whatever, making sure you get enough sleep or like now you're doing cold plunges now. Like, you know, like, I'm not saying you're doing that directly for poker, but like, you're, you're always constantly working towards a better you. And like, that's, uh, that's, I think it's rare in poker in all honesty. I don't think it's rare in good poker, but like, just as poker players in general, I think it's kind of rare. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard, right? It's hard to like yeah. do all these things like and play poker because poker just takes so much out of yeah. you. But from my experience, like if I'm not like as a like I was a lifelong athlete, played baseball and stuff, so I get like the training probably like, and, and from a young age that probably like changes my brain chemistry in the way that I like long for it mm -hmm. or I'm more like yeah want to do it, I guess. Um, but yeah, I've always enjoyed kind of 
optimizing myself. I also like really let myself go in my early years. I gained like 40 pounds or something. <laughs> I was getting, well, getting quite disgusted. Yeah. yeah, I was like, it was dessert every meal, yeah. like all the steak, two starches, dinners. Like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was firing it in. And I think that probably, I made a weight loss bet with a dude in 2007, maybe 2008, like to start the year. Mm -hmm. This dude who I hadn't yet met, we were just like, we started talking. You sound fat on the track. I'll bet. No, so this is actually a great story. So we, the dude lived in Atlanta. Uh, his name's John, I think. John so, Big? Yeah, John Little as a mentor. John Big as a guy to bet against. Um, so we met. He lived in Atlanta, we, and I'm in Birmingham. We agreed to meet at a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway between, and we went to wherever the, the scale, scale section was. We went to the scale <laughs> section, <laughs> and we and we just weighed in. And it turns out this dude, uh, like I later learned, was like independently wealthy, so it was just like a motivator for him. Oh, right. And he like probably pretty happily would have we bet like two thousand um, dollars. And I think we had some terms. I can't remember exactly, but it was like, but like weight loss percentage. And we both weighed in. And then we got towards the end. And he actually beat me. I didn't, he like, he want, I got to, I think we had a relief. As long as you got to a certain point, okay. you like didn't have to pay as much. And I got like, I did pretty well. I lost like 30 pounds, but he like, he did better. And the sad thing was like towards the end of the stretch, I like was doing, something was going on. And I was like partying a bunch. And I remember at one point I was playing, uh, at my apartment playing uh, some video game and I didn't I told myself I was gonna go to the sauna and like sweat out some weight yeah. but I got just like got so buried in the <laughs> video game and it cost me you know a lot of decisions it was that close I, I would have won the bet yeah he, he clipped me by like three games of yeah. Halo cost I mean, if, me. I lost, if I would have lost like two pounds I think I would have won holy uh, shit we yeah. got we got the thumbnail for the YouTube video three pounds three games of Halo cost me two thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario Kart. I'm always like tr translating decisions into like how much money they like cost me or like yeah. cost. Me. Oh, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. The mental health. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to chill on that these days. <laughs> how many millions have you earned in these tournaments? 12, 14, something like that. Uh, you've in looked, that range, you've looked at my hand and mob more recently than me. Uh, but you know, it's like. You know how tournaments work. Like that. I'm not banking all the money. I don't know how they work. <laughs> Art actually does not know. I used he to know how they work. He just he thinks he just shows up and they he hands money, and then he walks away and goes back home. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's what he actually. I give him money. They kick me in the nuts figuratively, sometimes <laughs> literally, and then I go home, and then I come back. No, I I used to have this mindset that like. I was going to win 1% of tournaments I bought into. It's just straight up win. Because like at one point online, that was my record. I was winning <laughs> one out of 100 MTTs that I played. Oh, got and you. I was like, I'm a fucking beast. This is easy. <laughs> and every time you won, it was like the $10 rebuy where you won like 250 buy-ins or 300 oh, yeah, buy-ins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So I was like, easy peasy. <laughs> mm. So I, let, let me say, I'm going to go up to the 100 rebuys. Those are, <laughs> must be just as easy. And, uh, and yeah, no, so I, I'm just saying, like, once you started refocusing, regrinding after your downswing, you just, like, you have, like, dozens of six-figure scores uh, in the last, even in the last, like, two years. You have, 
Did you have you done anything different since like uh, I guess since Nora was born? <laughs> COVID maybe like 2020 yeah. when yeah. there was no live live poker to be played. What, what uh, yeah. How do you think about like how you've changed your game in poker since I don't know since your your downswing time and then like when you refocus you start doing good again and then like these incredible results that you've had over the last like three three years or so. Yeah, around uh, pandemic and during pandemic, I was uh, both playing a lot online and uh, talking a bunch with Chewy. Chewy became like a huge mentor for me at, at that time. Were you guys friends before that? Or you uh, we've always been friends, but like casually, you know, we'd like say what's up when we saw each other, but we weren't like intentionally uh, What did you, I, I'm always curious how people develop these friendships. Like, did you, did you say like, hey, I want you to help me? Or did you just like start pinging him with questions all the time? Or, or how did that unfold? Uh, yeah, basically, he was definitely like uh, at a much better technical understanding and still is of the game uh, than I am. But so I would just like, but I was committed to when pandemic happened, I went into like that freak out mode. I'm like, all right, I got to adjust how to, I'm like not technically good enough for on online in my sure. opinion. So I just started talking strategy. Try, reaching out to a bunch of people. That's one thing I think in poker that a lot of people uh, should know and do is like you can always just like message a person and like ask their opinion on a hand. And it's a free it's, roll, right? Like yeah. they just yeah. either don't respond or they yeah. they want to talk to you. And like get the me like you got to get the message a little bit if like people aren't responding because people are busy yeah. too. So like <laughs> you can't don't just like pepper it the wrong way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just like you know, a lot's going on for all of us, but um, yeah. And Chewy just loves the game so much that I think he, anytime a hand history comes in, he just like can't get enough. So he would like give me his, uh, you know, insight. Cool. And uh, yeah, just started doing that, uh, being more willing to like reach out <clears throat> um, to other people and was like studying a lot at that point. I was like using Pio a bunch and um, getting much technically better at uh, tournaments. Or did uh, Shannon text you during this time? Uh, yeah, I gave him a few pointers. I didn't want to call he, him out he, on it. He, he didn't text me at all. Come on, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but the theory, like the theory stuff, definitely uh, helped my game a ton. Um, and theory stuff meaning like with the solvers and all that stuff. Yeah. So just learning how like a computer would perfectly balance it, you you use that to like find out some stuff that you were doing wrong or yeah I basically just like had an understanding I ha have a much better understanding now about like how the ranges work generally for like different pre-flop size like I feel like I got really good at pre-flop um, where I was otherwise just like giving money away probably were you um, so just to rewind before like all of this were you mostly instinct and feel based or, or did you have did you do like a lot of training videos and that type of stuff or not really I did watch quite a few training videos I, I was into that but I wasn't like too I wasn't like using solvers prior to that okay. but I, but I, I wasn't I was never like I don't think I was ever like just a total feel player like I always or in the very early years I guess like yeah yeah but, yeah but like yeah I know what you but mean but then I, I I became interested in like watching how other people just like think about the game, I guess, and stuff. Sure. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, I, I remember uh, Joy driving us back from uh, uh, Joshua Tree. Was, yeah, mm -hmm. and like you had uh, Dominic Nietzsche's like uh, training like site where you could like they basically gave you quizzes or whatever. Like, oh yeah. And like you would like you would be in, you were in the front seat, I was in the back, and you would tell me the hand and like what the options were, and I think I went zero for five, and I was like. 
Okay. I can't do this anymore, but like uh, you were like super into like that that like mm-hmm. training side at the time. You're just like very much trying to, to like. To be fair, I don't think think that's the bit. Like looking back, I think a lot of that stuff was like flawed. Okay. So, oh, good. So Yay. You're probably quite perfect. <laughs> Yay, you're good. <laughs> I'm back <to> being good. <laughs> yeah, but like every time I would say an answer, I was like, oh, it's clearly this. And he was like, nope, it's this. I was like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like I, I was so angry. I, was I like, remember <laughs> thinking the same thing about a lot of that, honestly. Yeah, but yeah, I, it's weird. Like, yeah, it's really, uh, it's different for sure. It takes a lot of the shit, like really takes some time to wrap your head around. But And then, but there's so like, I was really into it. And then there was a point where I thought I was like, thinking way too much about the like fear poker in terms of theory and that's like a very dangerous line to walk you know when you're like if your head's buried in like i'll give you an example like if i'm buried in like a in pio solver on all night um then i'm just the next day i'm gonna be like much more likely to like not deviate i would say or if i've been does that make sense no for sure like uh i think our last interview we brought up with uh, justice sylvia like I, I think I he he brought it up, but like I, I brought it home for me anyway. Where every time I, I read a, a strategy poker book, I always went on a downswing because like I just I absorb the information, but I don't know how to apply it. So it's mm. just like just across the board. This is what I think I should do, mm. and like I don't think situationally. I don't think player wise, or I don't like. There's no feel anymore. It's just mm. like just like head down. I'm supposed to three bet this hand every time or whatever. I'm supposed to fold this hand mm-hmm. and that's it. And like, I would just lose and I didn't understand why. Cause I was like, I'm learning all this new information. I know what's good. I don't understand. And it took me another like six months to be like, Oh, I don't need to do it here. I need to do it here. And, you, and like, you need to transition off it and like not just take the information for what it's worth. Like mm-hmm. it's, you take it, take it in and then like try to understand who, how to apply it as opposed to apply it across the board. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I, it's very hard to do. Well said. Yeah, if you're anything, I feel like I'm. I play my best poker when I'm relaxed. So, and yeah. generally that mean, means like I haven't been like, like I like to know like theory and the way the game works. But like whatever it takes for me, I like getting away from poker, yeah. like doing some like you know workouts or flotation tank or massage that type of stuff to like, and then get like go and play in poker because I just feel like I'm at my best self. And I, I honestly think personality plays a part in in all this stuff. So like integrating your personality with this mass knowledge that's out there right now is, is I, I think, the winning play for just about anybody. Because mm-hmm. um, like if you try to be someone different, like whatever, if you learn from Chewy and you're not Chewy mm-hmm. and try to play like Chewy, you're not going to succeed. Mm-hmm. Only Chewy can play like Chewy. Mm-hmm. Only Shannon can play like Shannon. Mm-hmm. That's super deep shit. You hear that? Mm-hmm. That's, it? that's yeah. good. I like that. <laughs> but, like, but, like, but like when you, to your point, like when you get super relaxed, and you, you, you have all these like good voices coming in and you're like, okay, yeah, I know you play like this sometimes, this like, but like, I'm just gonna be me and I understand what other people are thinking at this time and that's all that matters. Because mm-hmm. if you know how chewy people think or art people think or whatever, then like you can, you can just like maneuver through those people. It's, it's, it, it, Dance through the people. Dance through the raindrops. Dance through the what raindrops. What a fascinating <laughs> game we play, huh? Dude, it, it is nuts. It's so cool to be here all these years later. What, what, what would you say, I mean, obviously, you you've been crushing for a long time what would you say your like biggest edge is over the average player when you sign up for like a tournament would you say it's like theory uh instincts mindset preparation in-game focus like all uh, all the things that could could be good 
for a poker tournament, what do you think? Like, do you think you're like the most balanced out of everyone, mm. or what, what do you think it is? Um, if I if I had to just pick one, it's tough. I I, I think I would say my preparation because I think I'm generally prepared like when I sit like even during long poker tournament I'm like mindful about like when there's pocket when there's going to be down action like when there's not going to be tournaments so I'm like in that period I'm like trying to work on myself like I'll try to get some workouts in massage like to be ready like when tournament a tournament series starts I'm like ready to go generally and I don't have any like major leaks in my life like I'm married I'm living a domesticated life now so You know, I get to, you know, I'll play the tournament. I so you think go when, back, you're, when you're down, you're down, downtime. And then, like, when, it, when the World Series comes on and you know it's going to be eight weeks of grind, mm. you're, like, you can work at 80% capacity the entire time, whereas everyone else is, like, going to have big peaks and valleys. I'd say so. I'd say that's a big part of it, yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm, I've, like, but, I mean, it's still, like, World Series is, like, super grind. I mean, that's very much. Everyone's trying their hardest during the World Series, and like people overcommit, people undercommit. But like, you you think that you prepare well for for long spurts of poker? Like when when a when a big series comes along, you're you're ready to go versus someone who might not be as well mentally and physically prepared. Yeah, I'm all like I'm good about like make always know like making sure my buy-ins are like lined up and stuff. Like I, I have I, my buy-ins for tournaments. No buy-ins. Oh, like, buy-ins. I thought it was like a like a body term too. I mean, buy-ins. My yeah, buy-ins are great. My buy-ins in my body. I, was, I thought you said buy hands. Like, yeah, I have buy hands too. I got one over here. I got one over here. I'm ready. Yeah, I make sure like I generally know like when I'm go like where I'm my options to eat are at like different venues and like where I want to park and le- my legit, I feel like I run like a decent operation that I don't deviate from. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay. Cause I, I, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's good shit right there where you're, you're ready outside of the game. And then what about like, what, what about specifically like at the table? Do you, uh, what do you notice? Like, I don't know. There's a shitload of regs, obviously, out there mm-hmm. that play a ton of these tournaments. That play all of them. What's something that you think they all are missing? Or like, I, I mean, not to educate the field, but <laughs> but something that uh, that Shannon does differently that that other that other people maybe maybe are not are not doing. Yeah, I mean, there's so many good players now. It seems like in these tournaments, like with like with the eyes that are on it now, like the fields are growing. But there's also so many people that are like pretty good now as a result of like they're able to run their solves on different sites instantly and so a lot of people are like pretty good i think i've definitely been running hot too <laughs> like i'm it's not like i'm doing like sure but <laughs> yeah but you've been uh, hot aside, for like I mean, 20 years i mean yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah, you, there, yeah. there's got to be something that that, yeah, that you're doing as far as gameplay yeah i i mean i played a lot of them right so i generally know right. like how I'd say I'd feel, I generally know, like, ha- I try to, like, look back on myself, like, when I see, like, up-and-coming players and, like, try to think, like, how do I feel at, like, this stage of the tournament or this stage of the tournament or this stage of the tournament. And I, so I, like, know a lot of, like, the emotions that I experience. And I guess I, like, assume that a lot of people are, like, experiencing the the similar uh, feelings. Um, but, yeah, I, having played a lot, I have, a, like, I'm usually able to, like, drop people into like bucket types of like how I think they're they're going to play um what I feel like I'm generally bucket types look like 
Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Hey, run, run, specific at once, people. run at once with Shannon Shore. <laughs> What's a, what's a, like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm you know, just you to, generally just like, is this some guy who's like, you know, flew from Wisconsin who's like, you know, playing this one term and he's not going to put any money in? Like, all right, I'm going to try to run over this guy. Or, right. So this, this is some seasoned pro bullet. who's on the come up who's like, he's not like, there's certain like very egotistical people that like, you're not going to bluff them. You guys know how this type of stuff works, right? Like, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just try. I'm generally like pretty, as I mentioned, ready to play and relax at the table. So I like, I sense like different, I feel like I'm in touch with the energy a go. lot and like sense like what people are trying to accomplish. And so I like the I game general, flow of the whole table. Just like, yeah, like, the individual game flow as well. Like, you know, where, where everyone's mental capacity is. Like, I, I think that's what you're saying anyway, where they're trying to like, they're, they're either inexperienced or experienced enough so like you can you can kind of throw them in a bucket and then like take advantage of them. Like, you know, no, cause yeah, this is all really interesting to me because I don't feel like I'm super good at that, but like you guys play a lot, a lot of tournaments, especially live tournaments and, and just seeing like how you guys react to different players. Cause I know I played a couple times with you in tournaments and I've seen you be like incredibly active at the table. Mm. And like, I, I remember actually one specific tournament where we played together at the world series or maybe it was the wpt i don't know but there was some spot where like some old guy like check raised you on the river and it, the board was like jack jack 10 10 3 and you had you either had a 10 or you had an overpair and i was like this other guy has a jack 900 percent of the time <laughs> like he always you're just like I, I don't know why you're thinking here on the river with this check raise shannon and then you end up calling I him, him? Oh. you end up calling him and he was bluffing and <laughs> and you didn't he didn't have a jack and you i think you might have had a 10 but like i don't know you took a while and i didn't know what you were thinking about and i was just like this guy has it always here and you just you just like sussed it out and it was like a small check raise and i don't know what you were like putting together in that spot and it's just like these types of spots that where i see somebody elite doing something and i'm just like wow first of all he bet the river which is like not thin but like you you bet the river and then like you get raised and the guy is 100 years old and you're just like <laughs> you find that the one out of the, his hundredth years that he's bluffing <laughs> And nobody else could find it. That's like, funny. I must have had like one of those dynamics that I'm talking about where like this. Exactly. Know, where you, some, sometimes some you can just sense somebody. <laughs> Either you had played with this guy before or you, you just like sense like there's no way this guy would check the river with a jack. The top mm -hmm. pair. You know what I mean? Like the top boat. Like there's just no way he would miss a chance at, at missing this value. And you were just maybe your instincts were like mine where you're like this is a horrible call. But like the other part overrid it where you were like. But he never would have checked, like, the part where I would never go to, where you're just like, I would never go all the way back in the hand and be like, all right, he just would not, he just would not check in this. I just have to pay here because now he's just, like, mad that I'm betting, basically. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. And, and those types of spots, I see them from time to time. I don't play a lot of tournaments anymore, and I, sometimes I'm playing with, like, elite cash game players, and they, these, these weird things come out where you see them, and you're like, okay good call or good or good you don't really say good fold i guess because you never see the folds right the the good players just mm. fold them face down but i don't know like those types of spots 
are the spots where it changes my game, where I see someone do something really cool and I'm like, wow, I'm not thinking hard enough about poker lately because, because of what I saw. And uh, that's like a part of like repetition too. Like if Justin too, like having played so many tournaments, you just like, you visualize, like you see more of the game coming at, or you're also like more relaxed. It's like less, if you don't play many tournaments, you're probably not like super comfortable when you sit. So you're probably like your breathing's probably changing and you're probably not like as relaxed as somebody who's just played like infinite tournaments, right? So it's like, it's easier to like piece together all of the info whenever, like if I sat in y'all's cash game, I would just probably just get mashed because I don't play in those dynamics and, um, you know. That makes sense. Repetitions is a good, is a good, yeah, yeah. yeah. is a good metric for just being comfortable for sure. Well, let's uh, talk to me about the future and uh, where people can find you on social media if you want to go down that road. But like, what are you looking forward to next? Like, what's what's going on? So I'm really excited for fatherhood with my yeah, son. Uh, <laughs> gr- growing up, like I'm committed to like being a great dad, and I really want to be active mm-hmm. in their lives. So it's going to be fun as they get into sports and stuff. But poker wise, I generally am going to be around here. So much stuff comes through Vegas now. Yeah. It's great. You can just play that, play that stuff. Like live a like decently balanced lifestyle. Not not have to deal with tons of. You don't have to travel. You don't have to do EPTs anymore if you don't mm. want to. I mean, yeah. To your point, that's there's plenty of poker here. And it's nice having traveled, like not to have FOMO yeah. about any of the stuff. To, yeah. Like there's always going to be another tournament, so I'm happy to like sit some good spots. But I want to like stay on top of my health and stuff. And I also li- I'm like somewhat frugal, so I'm not like. <laughs> you know, trying yeah. to make infinite, you know, and play, yeah, play some poker tournaments here. and see what happens and be with my family. And it doesn't hurt that Poker Go has like nice big buy ins now that like you could play a small field 10K, 5K, and like have a real chance that like this is my normal. I can just play this and yeah, yeah. five times a year or however often they run it and, uh, and feel like you have a chance to just whatever realize your equity <laughs> like yeah but even stuff at like venetian and when there's so much good yeah. stuff. that's true a lot a lot of good stuff especially the win lately they've been they put on some really good big field tournaments yeah like that december surprising. series is unreal right <laughs> nuts i only played like two events but still it was we 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 uh, talked about this quite a bit with justice sylvia our, our last guest but like like just as far as like mass tournament uh, or mass people in tournaments or whatever. I don't know anyone that's done it better than than the win. Like I, I really don't like dealers, floors, like logistics, like everything across the board. Like, yeah, they run like such perks. A smooth... It's it it feels like a, a three hundred person like tournament the entire time, which is a, a huge huge homage to like them and their staff. Yes, they are awesome for sure. So, how many bracelets are going to win this summer? Because <laughs> I have a lot of people that want to know. Mainly joy. <laughs> um, I like myself for two bracelets this summer. No fucking yeah, way! Be a, Holy shit! Quickly be a forty under. Holy fuck! Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I'm gonna claim one live and one online. There you, there go. you go. I need a live one. So, like, honestly, like, online one, online whatever. But like, tell me the one you're gonna win live. Tell, tell me which event it's gonna be. Yeah, call one out. We need yeah. to recap. Like, I, I'm, I'm being dead serious. I, I want to know your your energy, how it's feeling about. An event. You can just say like a price point or like a. a I'll go five thousand dollars six max. Dude, that's a sexy one. That would be a good that's one. That's a fucking good one. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. I like you for that too. Now that you said it. Um, <laughs> so, 
Do, do you ever uh, sell pieces of yourself on any of those like uh, uh, poker share sites or anything like that? Uh, I did for a little bit of time just to like help out a, a friend, but generally no. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Art specifically likes to do that kind of stuff, so I'm sure he's going to be trying to like search for you, but I guess he won't. <laughs> oh, you buy people, buy action on there? I, I just like to, I mean, on the Josh Arie one, the pokerstake.com yeah. or whatever, I went on there and I fired some on your mentor, John Little. Oh, and nice. He made me some money in a... I forget what it was, Poker Open or you, Masters yeah. or one of, those, open, yeah. one of those he did good, although I just recently found out you have to cash out in Bitcoin, which would have been good if I knew right before the run-up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it went back down though recently, so I could, I could cash out and possibly win again. <laughs> uh, dude, but... Uh, How cool to have access like that where you can just buy somebody's action in poker. Oh yeah, yeah it's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, all, all that shit is really cool. Uh, I hope, I hope it becomes more mainstream. Honestly, like yeah. all all that, just being able to make a name for yourself and sell whatever to to make sure that you make some money, or you know, for your fans or whatever. It's 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 really cool shit. Poker's headed in such a cool direction. It's fun yeah, to just it's, like it's, it's fun to just like let it all play dude, out and see where it takes. I us. mean, just my wife says this to me all the time. She's just she's like, well, you don't know what's gonna happen this year in poker. If you would have like put yourself in your shoes two years ago and said that this is where we're going to be now, you wouldn't believe it. Like literally every two years. True, it, yeah. it changes so much. Just the dynamics of, of tournaments or private games or the booms that happen, like mm-hmm. that have been happening quite a bit or whatever lately. But like, it's nuts. And like, it's just best to sit back, turn them into prepare yourself and just let it all happen, you know? Yeah. It's also cool to like, like the business guys you talked about and stuff like it's cool that we're involved in an industry that like all these dudes just like that are retired like this is what people want to do yeah. i try to remind myself that like yeah. when playing poker as many times as i've told myself like fuck poker i hate this <laughs> <laughs> i mean even like last year there's times when i'm telling myself i'm done with poker it's crazy how like you know you can be in like big upswing and still like short periods of time where it just like drives you fucking crazy but that's kind of the cool part is like trying to pull out like the challenge of like bringing yourself back from like (laughs) i don't know anyone that has just had a smooth sell just all the way up i i I, i'm sure there's people out there there are people that intelligent that do that but i also don't think any of those people would ever be my friends yeah, and like I'm being very genuine. <laughs> they would have made better. They would have made better accountants than they did uh, poker players. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if, if, if you just have no stress as you play poker for ten years, I, I don't think I could be friends with you. I just don't think you have enough risk in your life. <laughs> I think the stress is like part of what like defines us as humans too. Like the process of working out, working through it. Because like yeah. you meet all like these long all these long time guys and girls that have been playing that we know they're all such just vibing out, living their life. Like yeah. everybody's like. Everybody's so cultured. Like conversation can, can go any direction. Like the conversations in the Poker Go Studio are so much fun. <laughs> Just like anything is possible to be talked about. I agree, and like that's one thing we say about it, like our, our table one game or whatever. It's so nice talking to like businessmen from not just like oh I'm a stock trader or I'm a doctor or whatever. Like just they do everything and like they're successful in whatever field they're in and like they're all highly intelligent and it's just mm. nice to get like different viewpoints from. Like something you could never wrap your head around as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just being being someone that want, that you're trying to. This is your new hobby, and like you're treating it kind of like a game, you know, like like it is poker, but like treating it like I'm trying. I'm taking up chess, you know, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm super successful at this other thing that I'm doing. But I wanna I wanna play 
chess for ten thousand dollars a hand. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just wild that how poker is definitely experiencing a a next boom. Like mm-hmm. especially in the tournaments. Like tournaments have been huge, but like even in the cash games, we've noticed a lot a lot a lot of new blood, new people coming in, and it's it's just cool. I'm excited for for the next five years of poker. I'm not gonna lie. No, so. love to hear it. All right. Uh, anything you want to promote? IG, uh, if Facebook, I have, MySpace. I have Twitter and Instagram. Shannon Shore on both of them. <laughs> Just Shannon Shore, Shore huh? Yeah. If you see a picture of a man come up on the Shannon part, it's, <laughs> it's Shannon. <laughs> it's, it's actually a man. Dude, thank you for doing this. That, that was awesome. great. Yeah. Enjoy it. Me and my buddy, we make it all of this money. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching a slack. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money.